the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. You are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. So glad that you stayed with this part of the show because I have Mary Gant right here with us. And she's been a part of our church for many years. Mary is salt. She's light. She's hope for Jesus to so many people. You are going to love listening to how she cares for others. We were not raised in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. And if we went to church, we walked Mm -hmm. or I rode with the neighbor. And I was always afraid to sit down front because if my dad was drinking, he'd come down front and grab me. So I always sat in the back. I didn't want anybody to see that. Mm -hmm. And for God, it was like there was a Navy wife about the same time. And she said to me, she said, you can do like this group of people are doing, which was drugs and alcohol. Mm Or you can do like these women are doing and making extra money, or you can become a holy roller. And I can. <laughs> these are our options. <laughs> <laughs> I chose holy roller. <laughs> and that's oh, when I accepted the Lord. Wow. And the pastor had a lot of. What is a holy roller? You know, <laughs> I haven't thought about that for a long time. Holy roller. Maybe I do like that word. <laughs> I do like it, you know, because I wasn't out running around. Yeah. And I never mistrusted Paul ever. Mm-hmm. I've never in our 49 years had reason to mistrust him. It's awesome. And I do. I want to unpack marriage. You help a lot of, of couples at mm-hmm. our church. Yeah. And I want to talk about that in a few minutes. But before we go too into that, let's back up just a minute. What would you say to that woman that's in that tough marriage like you were in? How, how, how did you how did you know that? I mean, besides Paul, I mean, to rebuild the confidence that I'm loved and valued, how how did that happen? I, You know, when I married Paul, I don't know that I had that full confidence, no mm-hmm. matter what he did. When I walked down that aisle, I refused to get married in a church. He said, you're getting married in a church. <laughs> I refused. You had found this incredible guy. I Absolutely. He said, you're going to wear a wedding dress. And I said, no, I'm not. Mm. He went and bought my wedding dress. How precious. It's a green dotted Swiss. <laughs> oh, I love and it. my grandchildren look at it and say, Gigi, that's ugly. <laughs> but it was a Southern Belle style, and he got the And green with your, with your red hair. Yeah, so it was pretty. a light-colored mm-hmm. green, and I refused to get married in a Southern Baptist church. And it was a Southern Baptist minister <laughs> that married me. <laughs> and it was just, and it was, my father was a practical joker, and he would... If he could, if he knew he could get something started between you and your spouse, anybody, he would. Mm. He was a practical that wasn't, joke. That wasn't necessarily that a good thing. That was not a good thing for me. And I can remember when we got to, he went to the church in one car and I went with another guy and my girlfriend. And we got there and my dad came up and said, you just as well go home. He decided he didn't want to get married. 
And I can remember saying, looking at Chris, the guy that was with us, I said, Chris, I'm already dressed. Let's go to New Orleans and have a party, Mm -hmm. all of us. And Chris said, Paul didn't say that. I know that. And then the pastor came in, and he said, I don't know what your dad is doing. That's a cruel joke. It's a very cruel joke with me and how I felt already. You were so fragile. You were only three years out of really a brain injury. Yep. Yeah. So it's hard. And I would say to them, get safe. Find somebody you're comfortable with Mm -hmm. and talk to them. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, if you get out there and start dating, you're lusting. You're not dating. You're not looking for a husband. You're looking for someone just to tell you they love you to hold you and that's not what you need to seriously and I tell people all the time sit down and write down what you liked about your parents marriage what you didn't like what was wrong with your first marriage and ask yourself what do I want in a marriage Mm -hmm. what do I deserve and that's that's important and get to church Mm -hmm. get around people that love you they they don't have any conditions they just love you and god is forgiving and that was hard for me to take that god would forgive me for some of the things i did and he and, did you know that was one thing with rodney when i look at it it was both of us but if especially if you're in a situation where there's running around there's physical abuse verbal abuse mental abuse get out of it get some counseling And set your goal on what you want. I tell people all the time, take a year and do something you want to do that's out of your realm, out of something that you would never do. Like maybe you want to learn skydiving. Maybe you just want to go hiking. Go do that. Basically, I think what what you're saying is to begin to value who you are as a person. Very much That's so. what you had to relearn. Very, I had to learn that. And I had, it was interesting, my mother, my ex-mother-in-law was who encouraged me to get the divorce. She knew. And when Paul and I got married, Kim was three. And we he went to a doctor. And Rodney had not had anything to do with her. Nothing. No, I didn't get support. I didn't get nothing. And... Paul said, I don't want anything. I just want to adopt her and be her father because we're going to be traveling around with the military and for her to be able to have the military care. So was he able to adopt her? Yes, So this was. is your daughter? Yep. Her, my oldest daughter, mm. Kim, and my ex-mother-in-law told her son, said, either you sign that paper or I'll go to court with her and support mm. her. And it was interesting because they would introduce me, my ex-mother and father-in-law, is their daughter, and Paul is their son-in-law, and our kids is their kids. That was a gift in the middle of that a was hard a place. Gift. It was a gift. I got more support from them. So when, at what point did Paul, I knew when he, turned, when he poured the alcohol out, when did he give his heart to Christ? He gave his heart to Christ, I think it was, what, 89, something like that. And it was funny because we started at a new church, and the first Sunday I went by myself with the kids because mm-hmm. he was working, and I came home and told him about it. I said, it felt like God was there, and you just wanted to prostrate yourself down and lay before mm-hmm. him and worship him. And he came with me the next Sunday, and there was an altar call every week. And we got home, and Paul said, I should have walked down, and I didn't. 
So the next time that we went, they had that altar call, and I can remember putting my hand out, and he looked at me, and he says, no, this is my trip. Mm. This is for me. That's awesome. And that's what he did, (laughs) and it was just, it was such a blessing, Mm. such a blessing, and he's always been good to me, and wherever we have been, we've looked for a church, and, you know, we moved to Nebraska, after 10 years, and the very first thing we did when we got in the hotel room was get out the phone book and look for a church. Well, you and Paul have certainly been a huge uh, blessing Thank and you. gift to the church next door, which Thank that's you. our home church, my happy place, right here on the west side <laughs> of Columbus. And you help young couples in their oh, marriages. Absolutely. I mean, what are some of these uh, classes that you've taught you've done? Uh, his needs, her needs. His needs, her needs, laughing your way through marriage. That's which a good is one. A lot, it's a lot of fun to look at that because mm-hmm. there are things that you can get really angry about that really you just need to laugh at Mm -hmm. and the love and respect yes the love and you show him that respect and he's going to show you that love Mm -hmm. and what a lot of women think well that's the love of a bouquet of flowers a box of candy or something like that no it's not it's him folding the clothes or doing the laundry yeah. Or helping you cook, or coming in and helping do the dishes. It's things like that. And Can I, we have both? I want the. I still want the chocolate. <laughs> I just think that both men and we women need to be thankful for what they have, and if they think the other person, they say thank you for doing that for me. It's showing your appreciation. And I think it builds you closer together because you, as a female, you're more apt to be more loving to him if he's doing something like that. But, you know, Paul and I had to learn what is it when I want to talk, mm-hmm. I want you to go and punch somebody out. You take care of this. And when is it? I just want you to listen. And Don't, don't fix it right now. Just Don't listen. fix it. Listen. <laughs> let me That's talk what I tell my husband. Yeah. Why are you fixing? I just, I just, just want to vent. To listen. I just want to vent. <laughs> And a lot of couples today, they don't understand that. And I think if they did, and we, they would get back to where they were when they first met. And we encourage them, go back and remember when you first met, when you first dated. You know, maybe he's not opening the car door for you right now, but maybe he needs a little encouragement. Maybe you're not doing things that you should be doing, mm-hmm. like thanking him for doing things. Yeah, give us some of these. What do you What do you tell these young couples when you meet with them? What are some of the, the most important things they could do to keep their marriage fresh? I think they need to date. I need th- without the children around. And, some, and you had a lot of children. And, we, and foster children, we're going to get to that. We yeah. 27 foster children? <laughs> yeah. have they, that weren't right. all, they were not all foster. There were churches that found out about mm. us taking the children in. Unbelievable. Okay, so we're going to get, we have so much to get to, Mary. <laughs> okay. So we want to get to the children, but we're talking about the marriage thing. So you, you're saying find a date, even if you have children, and find this date alone. Yep. How did you, how did you guys make that happen? Did you pull that off? Yeah, we did. We would take a blanket and we would go someplace nice and just sit down and talk. We'd go for a walk. 
we'd walk. We lived in Hawaii. We'd walk on the beach. Oh, well, there you go. Waikiki Beach or somewhere, you know. But we were, we did find that thing, and we swapped. We didn't pay babysitters. We swapped babysitting. Mm-hmm. And I was words, part of a babysitting swap. I love that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. And being together and having a date is not spending fifty dollars. Or $100. It's going out together, holding hands, and talking about things that are happening. That's important. That's That's very important. important. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.